welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is slow return. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you've got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so we're not dead. Um, thankfully, for the most of the team, uh, we did not have any significant cases. Um, I don't think anybody felt great, uh, but it was not, nobody was on the brink of death, thankfully. So, for those of you who watched the podcast two weeks ago, I at that point had said we were instituting our COVID protocols and all of that other stuff. That was recorded on Wednesday. By Friday, we had no team members that were feeling, we had one, that's not true, we had one team member who was not, who was feeling okay and everyone else was sick. By Saturday, we had confirmed tests, positive tests for six of the seven members of the team. So, that opened up some interesting possibilities. For me, I only had it really bad one day, and that was that Wednesday. I slept like 20 hours that day. Uh, but by Thursday, I was feeling almost entirely better. By Friday and Saturday, I felt great. Um, by Sunday, I was really hot to trot to get back to work because I knew what was happening. So I had essentially decided that because I was feeling well enough um, and from the very best of all of the research that had been, has been done, the disease can't really survive on surfaces for very long. And even if it can, you can't really catch it from surfaces. I, I felt that it was important for me to go in and get product moving out the door. So I went in Monday and I worked by myself all of Monday and all of Tuesday. And I stayed into the evening Tuesday night to try to get as far as I could. Now, this was an interesting and eye-opening experience for me, mostly because I don't normally, on a normal basis, end up making individual product. Um, I have a lot of other things that I do in the admin world, but this is, so, so this was a, an interesting refresher for me to go back into the workshop to do the process I designed, um, but that has been heavily modified by my skilled team. And <clears throat> from the beginning, start making a product from start to finish all the way to the end by myself. Now, it was slow going. That is the nice way to put it. Uh, I think the fact that it was one person doing what is normally done by six, and more importantly, it was one person doing the process from start to finish in an environment where we have now separated the process into individual sections and stations. Um, so it's, it's set up more like an assembly line, but as an individual, I'm working from the start to finish. So that process was slow going, to say the least, but it was good for me. To do it. We made progress. We got things done. I felt it was important for me to set a good example uh, for my team. And um, it was, frankly, it was, it's my money that is uh, being spent every day that we're not working. So I had a lot of vested interest in seeing us get some progress made. So I went in Monday and Tuesday by myself. Wednesday, uh, we had five of our team members in which was amazing. I didn't really ask them to come in. I mean, let me, let me put it this way. I had said to any of the people that had gotten sick, we can quarantine together because we're all sick, right? So if you're sick together, there's no problem with that. 
it's just the healthy person um, that had to stay away. So at that point, we had almost, we had five people in on Wednesday. We got a lot done that day, um, but a lot of people didn't feel very well, and a lot of them went home early, which was fine. I didn't say that they had to stay, and, and so by Thursday, it was back down to just me and Evan, and then uh, Friday, it was Evan, Mel, and I uh, on Friday. And that was the end of our quarantine, by the way. So at that point, all of us had gotten sick and gotten better and gotten through our quarantine period, which was, which was good. So today is Monday of the next week. And tomorrow will be the first day where everyone is outside, where we, have, we can have everyone, both sick and well, return to the workshop and be outside of their quarantine period. And we can hopefully be back to some semblance of operations. Um, today, we have a bunch of the team in, which is good. I think we only have three people that are out today. Um, and, they're on, and they're on the mend. Ironically, the person that didn't get sick through any of this um, just basically had a 10-day paid vacation, um, which, you know, I'm sure she appreciated. Uh, so that is kind of where we're at. Now, there's a lot of things that came out of this that I am, I am thinking about. First and foremost, I am glad that nobody got any sicker than they did. Um, I'm glad that a lot of us recovered relatively quickly um, and don't seem to have any long-term effects as far as we can tell so far. That's hard to know, obviously. It's pretty early, but um, it's good to know that we have a setup that, if needed, could be run on a skeleton crew, and we did make decent progress with the skeleton crew. I think right now, as of today, Monday, we are making things from September 22nd. So, we're quite a ways behind. However, most people have been very patient with us. We've been working on dealing with that as best we can. And now, this week, that we have, we're going to have almost our entire team returning, I think we'll be able to get back into the swing of things. We'll be able to get back within our 10-day lead time pretty quickly. And I think my hope is that we'll get it down to like seven or five days in a very short period here this week. One of the things that is hoping going to be aiding in that process was something that happened on Friday. So for many of you who have known that I've been working on trying to figure out how to get this press in the workshop. Well, the press arrived at a warehouse down the road that is owned by the same landlord that owns our, our uh, workshop and he's been very gracious in helping us get this progress done. Um, they just didn't have very much space in the back of our warehouse at the time. So they said, just store it at the other one. They've got a 20-ton crane there, so if we needed to manipulate the machine in some way, they could do it there. But one of the things that I was able to do after my quarantine was over was able to go look at the machine and take measurements. And exactly like we had anticipated, the machine is 40 inches deep front to back. So I'm doing all the math, trying to figure out how to get at this in there. And what ends up happening is I go back to the workshop after going and seeing this thing on Friday. And I, I, talk, with, um, I talk with Evan, who's working in the press room. And I'm just like, if only the door was two inches wider on either side. And it dawns on me that the masonry behind the wall and the masonry used throughout the building that we're in is eight by eight stone cubes functionally. If you're building a wall out of eight by eight inch 
stone cubes. Logically, the width of the door that you would make would be five of those cubes wide or 40 inches wide. And then you would use wood to create a gap, to fill in the gap between whatever that was and a standard size door. And so when I told this to Evan, I said, look, we only we need two inches on either side. I'm looking at the door frame going, wait a second. Wait a second. I think that there might be two inches in the frame itself. And I pull off the trim and lo and behold, it's exactly like I just described. The actual masonry to masonry door frame is 40 inches. And then the rest of the space is made up of wood. Wood, you know, trim functionally. Not very much of it. It doesn't look like any of it's functional. Um, it all looks like it's just dressing. So I went and checked the other three doors between the engraving room or the press room and where the front door is. Because the front door is actually a double wide door that we could easily get the press through. And then there's three doors between that door and where it needs to go. And I just checked and all three of those doors are precisely 40 inches wide. Now, that's good news. Because that means, theoretically, and I think, I think this is what's going to end up happening. If we can get that press into that front door area, and we're, I've got, I'll tell you more about what's going to happen to get there, but um, we'll be able to drag it in with the pallet jack. I'm going to have to remove all of the wood trim surrounding the door frame on all of the doors, which is going to be a little bit of a project. But if I can remove all of the wood trim, we should be able to pull them in. Now, you may say to yourself, well, if the blocks are 8 by 8 and the door frame is exactly 40 and your machine's exactly 40, how are you going to get it in? And the answer is, if we need to, and I don't really think we're going to need to because I actually think the machine's a little under 40. It's really hard to measure it just because of actually where the, the deepest point is where the press head is. And the press head isn't like a flat surface, so there's no good way to get a measuring tape exactly in the longest point. Um, so it's, it's close to 40. But even if the door frame is exactly 40 and the thing is exactly 40, what I can do is we can use a power sander and sand an eighth of an inch off of either side of the, of the mason, masonry and pull it in very carefully. So that's, so, but the problem is that the, it's currently on a wooden pallet. Uline makes a galvanized aluminum, it's all welded together, uh, frame, aluminum frame, that's a pallet. And it's a four-way access pallet and it's exactly 40 by 48, which the machine is exactly 40 by 48. So I am currently having one of those shipped to the other warehouse. We'll be able to use um, either a forklift or the crane to lift the, the machine off of the pallet, put the other pallet underneath it, and drop it down onto that new pallet, positioning it exactly where it needs to go. Then we're going to screw holes in that pallet and bolt the machine down to the pallet. This will ensure that we can easily lift and drag that machine with that pallet jack all around the room, and it just is going to permanently stay on the pallet jack. And, or it's going to permanently stay on the pallet, not on the pallet jack. But the thing with that is it'll allow us to use a forklift and a machine, the, the truck, to get it basically up to the door and into that first door. And then once we're in that first door, I can use a pallet jack to drag it through the other three door frames, sanding along the edges if I need to. Uh, and then once it's all in, I'm going to put the door frames back on. Now, this sounds complicated, um, but it's a whole heck of a lot comp less complicated than using 
a millwright company to try to bring it in through the window and it saves us the $1,700 that we would need to replace the window cost and God knows how much we'd have to pay the millwrights. It also doesn't involve the machine being up in the air at all, which is obviously incredibly dangerous for anyone near it, but also for the machine potentially to drop. And this also doesn't involve the machine having to be taken apart in any way or being tipped in any way. So I'm really liking this idea. And the good news is that the pallet is supposed to arrive potentially today, maybe tomorrow. It's delayed. And theoretically, I mean, we may be able to have that press in the workshop by the end of the week. Now, I still need to get a phase converter for it, and I still need to have the electrician come and wire it up, but he's a good friend of mine, and it shouldn't take very long to get that done. But my hope is that by the end of this, maybe this next week, maybe this week, maybe this next, maybe this week or the next week, we'll be able to have that new press fully operational and working, which will be amazing to have that happen. So I'm pretty excited about it, all things considered. I think that there's a lot of opportunity here. And I think that'll make us go a lot faster, too. I think that'll be a big part of our success in that regard. Um, so who knows? We'll see. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic. I'll keep you posted on how everything is going, but, uh, maybe sure to hit that notification bell to get notified when we launch a new episode. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, anything we sell, please feel free to contact us at the main page of our website at birdiecreative.co or in contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. Um, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow. Both a review on the podcast, whatever you're listening app, you're listening on, but also a review on the product. Uh, if you want to go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews. There's a button there that says leave a good review. Take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. There's a question. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? Click yes. And then you write your amazing review. We love them. We read them. They're a huge part of our day. Uh, if you've got a bad review that you would leave us, there's another button there that says get in contact with us. Please, please, please give us an opportunity to make it right. It's very important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. We will do everything in our power, including refunding, recrafting, whatever it takes to make sure that you are happy with your purchase. So please, please give us that opportunity before you leave us a bad review. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. So tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, also, if you want to get a little something for telling your friends about the company, go to murdycreative.co. In the bottom left-hand corner, there is a rewards button. In that rewards tab, when you log in, uh, you get $5 or 5% back on any in-store purchase you make as in-store credit. And then you also get a shareable link. With that shareable link, you can give that to your friends and family. They get $5 off their first purchase, and you get $5 of in-store credit. So it's a great way to help share the company. Uh, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. They're built into the cart, so all you need to do is mix and match uh, to your heart's desire. Add it all into the cart. Uh, it's only based off the total cart quantity, so you can... Add a whole bunch of different things in there and it'll all apply. And then the automatic discount will apply. If you're not exactly sure about what quantity you're looking for and instead you want to kind of work on figuring out what the right quantity is for a discount that you're looking for, uh, feel free to reach out to us via email, sales, S-A-L-E-S, at birdiecreative.co. Uh, we'll be happy to talk you through the bulk discount program and work with you on that. If you want to get a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. Just a simple flat fee. Uh, starting at uh, $15. It can go up a little bit depending on how complex the design is, but that's relatively rare. And that $15 per item is actually before the bulk discount. So if you're going to get a whole bunch of them with that, that custom engraving, it can actually be quite a bit less than $15 per item. Um, but then again, no minimum order quantity. So if you just want to get one, we can do that too. They make excellent gifts. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.